podcasts that can be found on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. That's Safe Money Radio with Brad Pistol. This is the Elijah Har Show with Springfield's premier news, analysis, and opinion on 93.3 and AM 560, the new KWTO. Welcome back to KWTO. Joining us now, is it Hail the Conquering Hero, Return of the Prodigal, Producer Thomas, back in studio. Welcome back to the hey, show. Hey, good to be here, man. Thanks for having me back, guys. We're going to jump into your latest culinary adventure with Amici next. But first off, question of the day. Question of the day today, what's the last time you gambled and how'd it go? Ooh, last time I gambled. Um, Opening up a restaurant. I feel like that's a pretty big <laughs> that is That is a big gamble. <laughs> um, I would say right now is uh, probably just my fantasy football leagues. Which um, is leagues? Not. How many you got? Just two. That's good. I'm in. Once la- you get beyond two, it's a little unmanageable. Two is the responsible amount. I have four. Two is the responsible <laughs> amount. Well, I have two, and I keep forgetting about one of them. I'm in last place in one, and then just absolutely obliterating my second league. I'm just oh, no. dominating it. Although did I you did you forget today. about the one once you started losing, or did you just for- never really into it? Well, the one that I'm losing in. Um, is the commissioner is Dylan Duker. He used to be a producer over at the jock. He now lives in Kansas City. So it's like all his buddies. And then they just invited me to do it. The other one is all of my friends from growing up with a lot more trash talk and there's more money on the line. So winning that one's a little more personal. So I, I'd pay way more attention to that. All right. Let's talk about the other thing you paid attention to. Amici. Yes, what sir. What is an Amici. Uh, Amici is the Italian word for friend. It is also the newest Italian restaurant in Springfield. And uh, Amici is on South Campbell. It's that, in the old, what, what used to be there? Tasia. Tasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, I sir. used to go to Tasia. Uh, all right. What is, it, what is an experience at Amici like? Because it's unlike, this is not Olive Garden. No, this is not Olive Garden. So we, what we've been doing is it is a five-course dining experience with a changing menu we were doing a weekly menu, and then we switched to a bi-weekly menu. So this included uh, your aperitivis, your first course, something small, just a couple bites. Then your antipasta, which is usually a super salad. Then you have your pasta course, and then an entree course, which is you know steak, chicken, fish, something like that, followed by a dessert. Um, and we were changing it up every week, then every other week. But we are now switching because it... The restaurant turned into sort of a go try it out, like special occasion place, but we weren't getting the like foot in business we were wanting all the time. So we've decided to shift to more of a traditional Italian restaurant with an a la carte menu. And then we're still going to be doing our coursing once a month, um, sort of as a private event where patrons, you know, book ahead in advance. And then we will be doing like wine pairings with each course as well. Tell us a little bit, you know, one of the things, one of the sales pitches on Amici is it's authentic Italian, it's made in-house. Give us a little backstory on how that came to be. Yeah, so um, the owners, Catherine and Thor Burstead, uh, they came across a Italian, I believe it's like a 60-year-old Italian pasta maker, like from Italy. So purchased that, and every morning 
our kitchen staff goes in and we make fresh pasta every single day that's served to the guests. It's great. So I was down in South Beach a year or so ago and I was watching somebody make like roll out the noodles. And I felt bad because I'm always like, ah, spaghetti, spaghetti, you know, pasta's pasta. And then I was watching this person as they were like making the, the dough and rolling it out. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, that, we had one day where we had to uh, hand make all the pasta. And that is a process. So hats off to whoever that was. That takes I mean, a long it's time. It's crazy. Uh, okay. So it, Italian in Springfield. Uh, you know, we'll hear story. Midwest is very like steak heavy because there's cows everywhere. Right. Italian in the Midwest, it's mostly chains. How how did you how did you become authentically Italian? Um. So it started out with our original chef. Um. He was just Italian. Grew up in you know his Nona's kitchen making Italian food. Um. So he came in really kind of showed us all the ropes um as far as like choosing to open an italian restaurant i know there's a few in town that are big but honestly all of them are popular i mean you know people love italian food here no 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 this is the part where you're supposed to like run negative advertising against everybody else. Well, I'm, a competition. <laughs> I'm, getting there. I'm getting there all right you got it yeah it's it's called a uh you know it's a compliment sandwich when <laughs> when garrett podcasts is he's going to be like Here's why X, Y, and Z are terrible, and you should go to a meet you. Exactly. Here we go. So here's what here's what sets us apart. So the way we have this set up is a fine dining experience with you know fine dining service style signature cocktails that are high end. Everything about it, the food quality is fantastic. We make everything very high end, but with a relaxed environment you know you can wear a suit if you want you can wear blue jeans if you want you fit in the dining room is set up to be sort of an alfresca um atmosphere so almost like you're sitting in someone's covered patio or something um but the as far as the pricing goes we try to make it still as affordable as possible to the everyday person so make it to where you know your average Joe who wants a high-end meal and to feel like they're going to a fancy restaurant can still afford to come in, have that experience, and they're not having to break the bank. Uh, the location being on South Campbell, a little south of James River, unique. Not a lot of restaurants down there. This is not, you know, most people, if they're going to put a restaurant in, they want to put it downtown because there's all the walk-around traffic. Uh, what, what, was the, what was the thought process on picking there? Well, we like the location. It's a it's a beautiful space. Um, for those who you know have been there, there's the massive windows, um, you know, front facing out towards Campbell, and then it's also you know it's near the highway. It's South Springfield, and it's on the way to Nixa. So it's sort of a centralized place. Gets a lot of drive by traffic. Um, so we just need people to kind of poke their heads over there and notice us because you you've driven past us. I guarantee you, if you live in Springfield, you've you've driven right by us. What's the best thing on the menu? Oh man. And I know stuff changes, so I don't is there consistent things or um well I would say the best thing on the menu is the cocktails, but that's just my own bias. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you make the cocktails? I, I helped make the menu. And uh, you also said the wine pairing, how do you pick your wine? Like where's it come from or how do you decide ooh, it? So our wine, it's very interesting. We don't serve any wine that you can go to a liquor store and buy in Springfield. Yes. This is and I I, I always like when I taste a good wine, I'm like, oh I'm gonna go get it. But I also am always sort of bored when I see a menu. I'm like, I, I, 
I've had I've had this at my house. It's not different. Exactly. So all of our wine is Italian or French. Um, so very fancy, um, high end. Uh, we have a Chianti that's just out of this world, which I didn't even know was a thing until I started working there. Uh, but our our wine rep Michael, shout once, out to him. Once people start saying, "Oh, we've got a Tempranello or a Grenache," I'm always like, "I, I don't know what these words are. This yeah. sounds interesting." Yeah, no, we have a lot of people that are like, uh, "Red or white?" <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what big whiskey serves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, we're a little more fine tuned in the wine department. Um, but as far as food goes, the favorite favorite to me. First of all, the handmade pasta makes all the pastas delicious. That's for sure. Uh, you can taste the difference than, you know, the hard noodles that you buy I've, at the store. See, and that's, that's, I've got to try this because I don't know that I've ever actually had handmade pasta. Yeah. It, uh, it's fantastic. All, all the guys that work there are phenomenal at their craft. Uh, we don't have any, you know, like no offense to anyone, but it's not like we didn't hire like a 16 year old who's looking for a part time gig to come make pasta. We have like career chefs working in our kitchen. Um, but as far as my favorite thing that we've ever had, we had a duck breast that was out of this world. Interesting. Yeah. And then we just had a mahi-mahi this last menu that was melting your mouth. So we uh, we got some big changes coming as far as menu goes, though. Um, at this moment right now, we have a, a chef who works closely with the owners um, with all of their restaurants, be it uh, Lavender Falls Farm, the Aviary, and now Michi, uh, helping design the new menu. They're there right now working. Uh with our kitchen staff, everybody's there on their day off. I'm getting ready to pop over myself. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're coming up with something new, something fresh. Keep an eye out for it. We're dropping our happy hour starting this Wednesday as well from 3 to 5. So when you're getting off work, cruising down Campbell or 60, pop on in. You know, get you a little little appetizer, cocktail, glass of wine, glass of beer, whatever suits your fancy. Water. You know, you you mentioned that it's it's unusual to have people come in and make their own pasta, and this is... I had to take my watch to Kansas City this last weekend to get repaired. I know it's sort of a, a side story. But it's interesting because I, the, the guy was like, well, our, our guy who fixes watches, he's, he's a 30 year master watch repairman. He said, people fly into Kansas City because the watch repair business, it's people just like, now nah, just like buy a new iWatch or something. And it's, a, it feels very similar. Like people just don't make homemade, handmade pasta anymore. They just buy noodles from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So we thought that's something that, A, you're going to like taste the difference and it brings a higher end quality to the food. But B, it's just, it's something a little more unique. Um, so we also have that pasta extruder. When you walk in the door, you'll see, you know, our host. And then as soon as you turn, that's the first thing you're going to see is the room where all our pasta is made. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, we've, we've done the Italian thing, but one, let's, let's dovetail off to something else. Uh, Dovetail football. also sounds like something that could be sold at Amici. By the I way. should have there said Rabbit Trail. Let's we'll, Rabbit Trail we'll something else. <laughs> uh, which could also be still there. Uh, college football playoff. Dude. Good Florida, decision, bad decision. I think if I'm a Florida State fan, I'm rioting, starting small constructive like fires. Like the fire of a thousand volcanoes. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Like how can you go undefeated, win a Power 5 conference, and not get into the playoff? That doesn't make any sense. And, and the, beat... Beat a top fifteen team in your last game. It's not like you had a, you know, you didn't step off the edge. You didn't have a, a you know, Texas played OSU, which OSU is fine. They're top twenty or whatever. But you didn't have a final conference championship game against a, a cupcake. You, you know, everybody graded them down because a quarterback got injured. They still went in. They beat a top fifteen team. Dagger. 
I, uh, um, you know, I hate that the argument has been that Jordan Travis broke his leg. That's why they're not in. And I don't know if you guys saw this. I thought this was. So he tweeted after they weren't selected. Jordan oh, this Travis is did. this is heartbreaking. And this he, is such a sad tweet. He said, "In so much disbelief right now, I wish my leg broke earlier in the season so y'all could see this team is much more than a quarterback." He didn't say he wishes he wasn't hurt so he could like so they would have gotten in. He said, "I wish I broke my leg sooner." Like I, I saw somebody say we are we are picking some some person their their worst moment in their life and and we're piling on by saying oh because of the worst moment of your life we're also going to screw everybody around you it was a terrible i think a terrible decision no and i know all the people oh well they failed the eyesight test then why are we playing the why we play the season why don't we just decide to begin the year acc you guys aren't going to make it i know your record against you know your conference record against non-conference opponents Way better than the SEC, but let's just not play your season because we're just not going to put you guys in. Well, and if I'm Alabama, or not Alabama, if I'm a Georgia fan too, I'm pretty angry. They've lost one game in two years and it knocks them out of the playoff. That's insane. I mean, I know Alabama's good. Um, I just, I don't know. All right, then let's hear your, who would you have put in? I would have put Florida State in over Bama and left. Left Georgia out? Yeah. I, I didn't think Georgia was that good all year. I think Texas deserves it. Um. They looked great all year. They they handled, you know, it was fairly close game against Bama, but they they hand, score wise, but they handled them for four quarters. So I think Texas deserved a shot at the title. Um, but yeah, Alabama getting, I mean, they're in because they're Alabama. Like if you win the SEC, you have to be in the playoff as the standard. Right? Now. They've been out for a little bit of time. I mean, this whole Georgia juggernaut thing is sort of relegated Alabama to second tier status. So. Yeah, Garrett, who's your four? My, my four is pretty much the exact same. Um, I was looking through, just a real quick little upset alert. I think Washington is going to get absolutely boat raced by Texas, but that's a different conversation this for a later This was my biggest <laughs> beef about it, is that if you actually wanted to, you did no favors by saying, oh, Michigan, we're going to make you number one, and place you against a team that's peaking at the right time. Yeah. Like, that to me was, you want to, I don't care how you who you put in, I care a little bit. But don't rank them in such a way that you're going to make the number one team undefeated play the bat, the, the hottest team right now. Yeah. Because, and I know they're covering their own hides. They're going to make sure the ratings are high, but they're also covering it because if Bama beats Michigan, they'd be like, see, we got it right. And, and so they're trying to cover themselves on, on their selection. I, I would still even, it's, it's so tough because. Florida State didn't lose this entire season. And their strength of schedule, though it was lower than a lot of other college football programs, is, teams. is still really, really you high. dial it back. A few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, you had Auburn, who was undefeated. This is back when Tommy Tuberville was their, their coach. They get left out to two undefeated teams. I've never seen this situation. I know the, the college football playoff, they're going to a new system next year. But it was, a it, in my mind, it was a tragedy, a horrible decision. And my favorite was Danny Cannell, who's like, I was, or if I was uh, Florida State, I would say, we're not showing up for the Orange Bowl. You guys, go put a different team in. We're done for the year. We're undefeated. We have nothing else to prove. You don't want to put us in college football playoff. We're not going to give you the ratings. Yeah, they instead are playing Georgia. What they should do, like, they wow. should wow. announce it. Wow. They should just, the, the, the day before, say, we're not showing up. You, because here's the thing. If they announce it now, they'll find a replacement team but if they announced the day before, you just there's no game to play. There's no ratings, no money. The networks like lose their mind. Up, oh, sorry, 
Good luck. Run pay-per-view television. That's, in my mind, that's a maximum effort right there. That would be incredible Have the whole if they team did that. Announced, I love that idea. You know how some of the seniors be like, oh, we're not going to play the, the, have the whole team, just like have a press conference that each play get up. I've decided not to play tomorrow to protect myself from injury. Run through 80 guys. <laughs> I mean, it would be a bloodbath. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, as far as, you know, talking about the rankings, though, with like, you know, or the semi-final playoff games, yep. I think it had to be Texas versus Washington because the NCAA knows if they get Texas in a title game, viewership is going to be oh, just through. insane. Yeah, oh, totally. yeah. I didn't think about that, but you're right. That's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Because Texas is one of those, you love them or you hate them. Programs. Well, and they're prank. They're prank. They put the peaking team with Alabama, and they're trying to get Texas through against the weaker team in Washington because that Texas-Alabama, the ratings in that will be stupid high. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. You'll have the two one-loss teams playing in the championship while there's an undefeated team just sitting out there being like, is one even let us in? All right. Well, you, hang on now. Wait, 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 wait. You're writing off Michigan in your head, I feel. Not like. writing way them off. Way too soon. I'm saying if that situation occurs. But I would also say if you watch the Michigan, did you watch the Michigan video, their locker room when they announced who they're going to play? Yeah, they got weeks to prepare for that now. Did they're, you watch I mean, the video of their reaction? Uh, most of it, yeah. You take five seconds. You're, they literally, they announce Alabama and the whole team's like, ah. Uh. Yeah, like, you, you go know. from playing FSU to Bama. That, you, that, that, it takes a little time to course correct in your head. Right. We, but we all know this Michigan team, while I love them in Harbaugh, personally, I, my, if I root for anybody, is them to win the national championship. But them playing an Alabama team when they just, you know, they've not played a team like Alabama this year. They haven't. Agreed? So this is going to be a tough game. And they know, wait, you're, you're, what, what did you win for beating Ohio State in the highest ranked game in, of the year? Oh, you get the, the hottest team in the country right now. All right. We're out of time. If you want to go to Amici, what days is it open? Where do they find it? We are open Wednesday through Saturday from 3 to 10 p.m. It is at 4728 South Campbell in Springfield. Very good. Thomas, producer Thomas, thanks for joining us today. Good luck with the new restaurant. We can't wait to join you soon. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll be right back. We'll answer the question today. Don't forget, 505, the newest state Supreme Court Justice, Ginger Gooch, and the chief clerk of the Missouri Court System, Betsy Abishan, will be here in studio. We'll be right back.